Hey, I'm John Rockwell. Welcome to FinForum, the podcast where you'll learn the basics of personal finance and managing your wealth. On this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about alternative investments. So most people think of investments as investing in a stock or investing in a bond, um, or some people just hang on to cash, right? And I know I've spent a lot of time talking about stocks and ETFs, and that's kind of how we think about investment in general. But there are actually ways to invest your money outside of these things. And those are typically called alternative investments. So things like metals, maybe you've heard people trade gold or maybe they trade silver. Um, you can even trade art, right? There are people out there that are art collectors. They'll buy art and they'll just turn it around and sell it to try to make a profit. That's investing, right? Um, you have antiques, real estate, cryptocurrencies. All this stuff is considered alternative investments. It's not stocks, it's not bonds, and it's not cash. Your mind probably went to, you know, I don't have the type of money to buy gold and trade gold. That sounds crazy. And alternative investment is typically for high wealth individuals. I mean, like super high wealth individuals. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm here for the average investor. I'm not talking about people that are rich and have yachts and mansions and things like that. We can participate in alternatives investments. And it's actually really smart for you to diversify in alternatives. When we think about alternative investments, one of the best things about them is that they act a little bit differently than the market. So first of all, they're pretty illiquid, meaning that you can't trade them very easily. I mean, think about art for a second. If you've got a super famous painting, you know, hanging up on the wall, you'd have to figure out, A, what is the painting worth? Do all the research to, you know, figure out what a, a good price for it is. Then you need to go to an art show and you need to have people show up and people need to come and they need to say, oh, I'll pay this for it. And then maybe you have somebody else that puts in another offer, things like that. That's what I mean by illiquid. It's not, you don't have liquidity with some of these alternative investments. It's not easy to transfer or change hands of ownership for the investment. And that in itself makes it a little bit tricky, but they're really helpful because they help diversify your portfolio, right? Um, as you can imagine, a piece of art or a collector's Ferrari, for instance, doesn't trade like 10 shares of Apple stock does, right? Um, they're completely different things. So what's nice about alternatives is they actually don't follow and they're not correlated to GDP growth in the U.S. versus GDP growth is actually a direct correlation between, uh, you know, the share price of Apple or Google going up in value or Kraft, the ketchup maker, going up in value, right? Um, so what's nice about alternatives is if the market or GDP actually starts to go down, alternatives don't trade like that. They don't follow GDP. And they don't necessarily follow the market. They may actually go up in price. And that is the whole reason that I wanted to make this episode for you is a lot of people don't even know that they could invest in alternative investments. And up until this point in the episode, you're probably saying, I'm not buying gold. I don't even know how to do that. I can't afford a Ferrari. I'm not going to go do that. And all I know about Bitcoin is a lot of people either made money on Bitcoin or they lost money on Bitcoin. I don't really know anything else about it. And that is fine because I'm going to teach you a way to sell gold, buy and sell gold as if it were a stock or an ETF. And I actually have an ETF for you. It is GLD, which is, you know, gold, easy to remember. Um, and it actually trades like gold bars or gold bullion does. And as you can imagine, gold bars don't trade the same way that Apple stock does. It is a perfect alternative investment. 
if the market's completely going down, gold is still gold, right? We used to have a gold standard in our economy. Our whole economy used to be backed up by gold, right? Go read about Fort Knox, and if you can remember back to, maybe you took economics in high school, right? Um, gold is precious. People look at gold, they hold on to gold because it doesn't necessarily lose its value. It will retain its value even when you know companies are losing value and the stock market's going down. So with GLD, you can invest in the gold bullion without actually owning gold bullion. It's kind of nice. Um, so they're not going to ship you bricks of gold to your house. Um, you're going to own a piece of gold bullion that's traded out there. It follows the price of gold. And what's awesome about GLD is that it almost acts opposite of the S&P 500. I mean, you can plot them over themselves. And you can see as the S&P 500 goes down, GLD or gold actually goes up. And this is awesome. If you're investing in a whole bunch of stocks in the market and all these companies out there, typically in a market downturn, no matter what industry they're in, um, they'll probably take a hit, right? Maybe we're going into a recession or even worse, a depression, and people will start selling stocks because they start moving into cash. They want to have cash on hand in case you know they lose their job or something like that. Well, there's a secret here. People also move into gold. People want to buy gold. And I've been talking about if there are more buyers of something, then the stock price is going to go up. That's exactly what's, what people are doing. It's a seesaw. So as people get out of the S&P 500, the price of all those companies is going down. The price of gold on the other end of the seesaw is actually going up because people are taking their cash out of stocks and they're putting it into alternative investments. And one of the best ones is gold, GLD. Experts say to diversify your portfolio, you should actually have upwards of 10% of your holdings in alternatives. That's right, 10%. So if you've got $100,000 out there and you're investing and you know it's your nest egg and you're trying to grow it, maybe it's in your 401k, it's split off across different areas. Experts say you know up to 10% of that, up to $10,000 should actually be put into alternatives and a great alternative like I've been talking about is gold. Um, and that's because alternatives really do operate differently than the stock market does. So it's a great place to make money in a market downturn. What I do and what my strategy is, is I will actually trade these things out of sync, like the seesaw that I've been talking about. So right as the market becomes overweight, right when I start to get that feeling of, hey, the market has made a lot of money lately. Maybe stock prices are actually above what they should be selling for. Um, you know, people are, the stock is just going up, 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 up. And that's true across the entire market. Well, this is a great position for you because you can start to sell those shares. You've probably made money on those stocks because the stock price has just gone up, up, up. So it's a good time for you to take money off the table, sell some of those shares, and put it into gold. Start building that repository of GLD. And what you're doing is you're actually waiting for a market turn to come along and people also to realize, hey, it seems like the market's just been going up, 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 and it's not necessarily justified because maybe the economy isn't growing at the same rate or these companies shouldn't be valued at that level. So they're a bit overweight. You know, people will also say, I'm going to start st selling my stock in these companies. Uh, you know, I need to start raising some cash and I'm happy with the gain that I made. I'm going to start selling. 
um, and they're going to start to come out and the price is going to start to go down. So it's what I do is I literally seesaw between these things. As I make money in stock and I get to a level where I'm happy with the gain that I made, I sell, I take that cash and maybe I put it into gold if I think, you know, we're due for a market downturn. Then when the market has, you know, gone all the way down and I think, hey, you know, I'm starting to see some good economic news. I think the market's going to pick back up. I will actually start selling my gold and do the reverse. I will go from gold and I will go back into stocks because I think the market's going to pick up again. It's a great cycle to just keep doing because as stocks go down, you can make money on gold. As gold goes down, you can make money on stocks. And you can just constantly be making money because these things are almost perfectly out of sync from each other. And um, that's what alternatives investments are. You know, you can go try to do the same thing with, you know, the Bitcoins and, and the art and the Ferraris and the antiques and things like that. But um, I think hands down the best one that's worked for me is gold. GLD is the one that I recommend. It's an ETF for gold. And um, it's a lot of fun because you can make money when stocks are down. And it's kind of cool to know that you own some gold, right? So uh, that's what alternative investments are. Hopefully you learned something. I think this one's a bit unique because I don't think a lot of people do, um, you know, about how to buy gold or trade gold um, or how even to invest in alternatives. So hopefully you learned something and stay tuned for more episodes. All opinions stated on this podcast are purely that. You should not treat any opinion expressed by myself as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of my opinion. My opinions are based upon information I consider to be reliable, but I always suggest and recommend you to perform individual research. I'm not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on this podcast, and my statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. I do not guarantee any specific outcome or profit. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed on this podcast. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this podcast may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned on this podcast. Before acting on any information on this podcast, you should consider whether it is suitable for you, your particular circumstances, and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor.